0: Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Happy Tuesday. Um, We hope you enjoyed our new little intro. We kind of talk about it at the end of the show, but if you didn't have a chance to listen or you don't have a chance to listen all the way through, our new intro song was made by the same person who made our other intro song, Bryce Miller. You can find all of his stuff at brycemillermusic.com and Bryce Miller on um, Instagram. He was also on the podcast. Um, He does trailer music uh he is amazing he's a composer and we are so grateful that we got to have another really really fun um intro song from him so uh yeah go check out his stuff and let's get into the show welcome to the salt i feel like with our new song
1: we have to be happier now oh
0: Welcome to the <laughs> Salt and Pepper Podcast. I don't know how to be happy. I think I was realizing that the other day.
1: Ooh, okay. It's, it's kind of sad.
0: <laughs> Getting deep.
1: Well, after last so week's anyway, podcast. So anyway, just like start crying
0: all of a sudden. Um, yeah, uh, welcome to the show. My name is Olivia. I'm an entrepreneur, content creator, brand builder, blah, blah, blah. My most recent business is blah, 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 blah. blah. And my current obsession is... The Frozen 2 soundtrack. Wait, why is that so bad? It's not that bad. I almost said folklore, but... What is Taylor Frozen Swift's or? new album? Um, but I'll save that bleh. for the next week. I know you would say that. I hadn't seen Frozen two yet. It came out like seven months ago, and I hadn't seen it. And as everybody knows, I'm like a Disney fanatic, and Lisa's not. And um, I watched Frozen two, and I actually like it more than the first one. I really enjoyed it. And I don't typically just sit down and watch. Like even though I like Disney, I don't like sit down and watch mm-hmm. like an animated Disney movie. Right. Like that's, that's so true. So we watched it, and I was like it got to the end and I was like oh I was actually really enjoying that I think I like the music
1: more than the first one and everything so wow yeah anyway yeah especially since we don't hear let it go constantly now this that's nice yeah
0: but this this album like I think tech like musically technically uh-huh. it's very very good mm.
1: um anyway across from me is <laughs> oh yeah Lisa right Brosser hello hi I'm Lisa Brosser I'm also creative I'm a mom I also have a husband I'm a wife I guess um I guess and- you have to be a wife if you have a husband <laughs> my brain my current obsession is mint chip ice cream from Trader Joe's Ooh. that's what you wanted me to pick up for you no actually oh, well that been maybe actually I should have really that would have been really funny I'm not a huge I'm pregnant of- again no I'm not <laughs> oh, whoa dear. I'm so not pregnant dear god I just pray that <laughs> I don't I, get we pregnant get little, for three years we just get a little tiny break lord <laughs> Woo! um it is so funny though it's not you're gonna be shocked and worried um the other day I was like huh it would be oh my gosh I I don't think it would be good for me but I like would love another kid so I think um the fact that I can say that that's a great midst of like insanity is really cool but absolutely don't want another kid for three years
0: okay any child is a blessing (laughs) I'm she rolled her eyes. eyes. <laughs> Obviously if you had a kid I'd be like, "Welcome to the world, little Olivia," you know. <laughs> but I will say that Non-pregnant Lisa is like a tiny bit more enjoyable. than t- <laughs> a tiny bit. Oh I just my didn't gosh. want. To, I do not want to be rude, but like,
1: well, it, six months and up when I'm pregnant, six to nine months, I'm. Yeah, it was mostly like fun.
0: the zero. Once you told me you were pregnant to like six months, so that must have been like four months or something. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Yeah, but then there was like a there was like a
1: very distinct point. I told when you it, way before six four months.
0: No, sorry, I'm saying you told me at, like, two months. So oh, then between okay. two yeah. and six, it was, like, four months were, like, fine. Oh, gotcha. But then there was, like, a point, like, a very obvious point mm-hmm. when things started to not be fine anymore. Yeah. But you also had a lot of, like, physical pain. And I think that's where a lot of it came from, too. I'm sure that's where most of it came from. Yeah. Um
1: yeah things just don't really look good anymore and not physically just like mentally because I can't physically do everything that I used to be able to anyways we talk about that every week I feel like so this mint chip ice cream I don't really like mint and I don't like hard chocolate which is really interesting the first time
0: I've ever heard you say a food thing that we agree on I don't really like mint.
1: Wow, that's shocking. Everyone loves mint. I don't like it. I I think it tastes like
0: toothpaste. Yes. But I will say, which I'm wondering if this is the same thing, I tried, because that's Arturo's favorite, ice cream, and we had that in Disneyland one time. I personally, I just believe it's because there was magic in it. But... black magic <laughs> no pixie dust that's why it was like ten dollars um but I will say that I was one I can still like kind of taste it in my mouth you know when you have something you really like and you can like taste it I really really liked the mint ice cream there and that was the only time I've ever really liked it
1: huh so yeah I, know, I know when you told me about way. that peppermint I was like ooh, that sounds disgusting what peppermint peppermint ice cream from isn't it peppermint from where Disneyland. Disneyland. Oh
0: no, it was just mint chocolate. It was like green, oh. green mint. I don't like peppermint stuff, like peppermint coffee. Like when people say ew, peppermint, mocha, I know it doesn't go, <gasps> it does not like go together. Christmas it's wrong.
1: Is ruined. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. But this ice cream is really good. I'm actually gonna buy it a second time, for sure. I was actually gonna ask you to pick up the party meatballs from Trader Joe's because that's all that bear eats, and he hasn't been oh, eating his chicken nuggets lately. So we've been kind of struggling. He hasn't really been eating the last few days. Um, I'll, eat, I'll eat the chicken nuggets. Sure, you can take them <laughs> home with you. So, yeah. So if if any of you want to, because I live kind of far from Trader Joe's, if any of you can come and drop me off some. I guess I can Instacart it.
0: I guess. I'd have never done that.
1: Yeah, me neither. I, mean I we, don't know if they would come all the way here. Real? May, are we probably, real? Are, are we, we in an augmented Reality? I know. Um, I've I've been going deep diving into these TikToks. That's not good at all. I've been maybe that should be my current obsession. I love TikTok. I'm just gonna put it out there. Judge me. I'm a twenty six year old who uses TikTok. Okay, but here's my thing about TikTok. Are you ready? Yeah.
0: Everybody makes fun of it. It's literally no different than any other social media platform. And honestly, I'm going to be real here, people. The only people who are making fun of it are the ones that are either content creators that don't, honestly want to put in the work which I get it when there's another thing it's really difficult and I've been slacking or they're the people that are like I'm too old for this and that's for Gen Zers and it's like yeah but that's what people said about Instagram too and Mm. you're now on it as well I just feel like it's an old person thing to say like ew TikTok it's like okay you obviously are in your 30s sorry
1: and maybe they don't even know like what it is they just think it's because I thought it was when it was musically I was like ooh. It's just people like That's repeating weird. lyrics and like the yeah. the Charlie. De- how do you de- say that? De- Demilio, um, which I actually really like her. I, know I she's actually awesome. I actually like her too. But I don't know why people knock on her, but I don't watch those videos. She's the biggest TikTok. So I, people are jealous. Yeah, I know. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. I um, watch all the really funny stuff and the cat things. And
0: I will say my least favorite TikToks are when they're mouthing things. I don't yeah, really get too. that humor. I'm not
1: really there. No, I don't think it's I
0: funny. don't really get the dancing ones. Um, no, me But either. I mostly don't get it when they're like 14. And I'm like, OK, I'm 27 and I still don't look like that. How do you look like that? Number two, <laughs> yeah. that's very sexual. Yeah. Very. But that's why I like Charlie because she's 16. She was on Gary Vee's podcast. She's so yeah, her and her family were on Gary Vee's podcast. And they, Dixie. Like, <laughs> I her... love that name.
1: It's so cute.
0: It is cute. Um, They have her, like, do homework still. They have her do chores. Like, she's Her parents normal. are awesome. She makes a ton of freaking money, but she's not overly sexual with her dancing. And, like, no. I personally just, like, if you're, like, 13, that's a little, like, there are people in this world and that's a big topic of conversation lately you just got to be careful
1: oh yeah you know for sure yeah I was not innocent when I was 13 um but I wasn't putting myself out there in like sexual for me yeah like what does that mean like I wasn't innocent when I was 13
0: what were you doing at 13
1: (laughs) can you say on here going to school drunk Okay, in middle school, like okay. I should not be doing that. No, probably not. No, probably not. Yeah, but I or like also, smoking weed before going to school. At thirteen, and, and
0: was this because of um, influences, or was this because of?
1: I mean, maybe me and my best friend just uh, wanted to do that stuff. Okay, yeah. So we would like not go to each other. My parents didn't have alcohol, first of all, and yeah, I was going to say did where you did the alcohol um, from, like other people's houses. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's I just guess say you I'm going to be that very aware as far as my parenting is concerned. Yeah. It's not that my parents weren't aware; um, it's just that they didn't know how close of an eye to keep on me. <sighs> they gave I us think... appropriate freedom. Yeah, I took advantage of it, and I was very sneaky. Which I mean,
0: sometimes your kids are going to do what they're going to do, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. When I hear stories like that, I'm re- very reminded of. The fact that I was homeschooled, <laughs> because which yeah. I think could be a positive thing, but like I didn't know even really what drinking was at That's all. So cool! Like until I didn't even really know. <laughs> This is going to sound so dumb. I didn't even really know that like Christians drank until I went to college. Like I didn't, not that it's wrong to drink. I I mean, you know, everybody knows I don't, but I didn't even know like it was a casual thing. And I also didn't know that like people got drunk until I went to college. And then I think there, there was a defining point when I was in my Psalms theology class, which I actually really liked. I went to a Christian school, everyone. And there were like the baseball players. And it's very funny how stereotypically true this was. And one of them asked me out and I didn't know what that meant because I'd never been asked before. I was like 18. Never been asked out before. And then I was like, I don't really like know. Like what, what do you mean you want to go get like hot chocolate? And then I was like realizing. (sighs) Hot chocolate (laughs) not even coffee. And then I was realizing like, oh, like they all go get drunk and like smoke weed a lot. And that's like very against the rules at this school I went to. And I didn't even know that people were doing that. Let's just say I was really naive to stuff.
1: Oh, hold on. When I went to Bible college, I didn't know that people were breaking the rules either.
0: Like so
1: many people broke the rules. Yeah. I broke the rules I one time. I ended up breaking the rules. Oh. Later. I, I broke the rule. But I was so shocked to hear people <laughs> were rule. like having sex. <laughs> I broke one rule one time. Yeah. Life. Yeah, seriously. But I would hear, because I I was never the person though to like be getting drunk or partying with like other people from my school Mm -hmm. I was very much like I separate myself from here
0: like I'm a Christian
1: here (laughs) yeah when I get out of here I'm I'm not not. a very good Christian yeah I not that that's right or wrong I mean I don't think it's right either way but I um I was shocked that people were like openly getting drunk with other people at the school. I'm like, wait, you're not trying to like hide yourself like me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like really reflecting now. I'm trying
0: to think back um, because it's just people would get kicked out of my school all the time because of Mm. stuff, because it was very strict. Like first year we had a curfew. And like, yeah, that's for six my months was, was a curfew, which I always said this. Like, I know that people could look at a school like that and go, oh, my gosh, like how barbaric. But then also at the same time, it's like, yeah, but you're choosing to go there. Like, you know what oh, the yeah. rules are. Um, and I loved my school. Like, I have school debt. I'm still paying off freaking food I ate eight years ago. But I would never change it because it was the best school. But I do. I do. I don't always think it's good as a Christian community, which those listening that aren't Christians, I think could attest to this. Like when you breed a society of people that feel like they have to, be in secret all the time that's when really bad things happen and that's when you're yeah. not as responsible it's like hey no you can drink responsibly hey if you're going yes. to have if you're gonna you know have yes. sex with your boyfriend okay but let's do this in a responsible way yeah. like when you decided to go to the school because uh, it was a nazarene school which they have changed a lot their like ideology now but it's still really strict as far as drinking goes which again i want to be very clear i think you can be responsible with drinking yeah and i think people are going to wonder what the heck this college is and be like this is a weird place <laughs> yeah but when you signed up to go there you said you wouldn't drink even when you were on breaks uh-huh. so like if you were attending this school, school too. yeah so an R if an ra saw you out at a restaurant like when we would go to a city that was like 20 or 25 minutes away if they saw you out they would have to report you and mm-hmm. you could get kicked out or get into trouble yeah and i think it's just like if you're gonna if you're gonna sign up to do something, do it to the best of your ability. And if you want to break the rules, I, there's so many other colleges that mm-hmm. you can go to to do that stuff.
1: Um, but anyway, I don't really know
0: how we got here.
1: Well, I've I'm I've, I'm, I'm gonna keep it going just okay, a little bit. Let's go. But I have heard of um c- Christian schools, uh, not colleges, but younger kids mm-hmm. who, like high school, yeah, mm-hmm. who then. Um, and I'm thinking of like a specific couple too. I don't know them personally, but I got to meet someone's mom and their son, um, ended up, um, getting a girl pregnant and he got kicked out Mm -hmm. and high school is a little different maybe. Other people who are found out for having sex though, don't get kicked out. Yeah. Then that's not okay. And that's where I was like, Hey, like just so you know, like I'm so sorry. And that's n- not right from what I believe. Obviously, I think the school is in the wrong, especially because she should continue her education and Absolutely. so should he. It's a time for them to learn. Exactly. And to grow. Like, hey, it's already happened. Like, I think that in the same way, like creating a secretive society where we can't openly talk about things as a Christian community, like, like in our own church, we tell people that are on our staff, like, hey, you have to sign this document saying you won't be doing these things and if we find out about it we have a serious conversation with you and depending on what it is like we would have to fire you yeah but at the same time like please don't hide stuff from us just because you're afraid to get fired because it doesn't automatically mean like you're just going to get fired yeah and even if it does it might not mean you're going to be like never going to be able to work for us again Mm -hmm. and so I just think that Christians in general need to think twice about the types of consequences we give people and we need to rethink them because I think they can be a little too harsh. Yeah. Same with parents. Um, I was growing up in a household where, um, like alcohol was a big no, no, no matter what it was. Mm -hmm. And now I like have a margarita with my mom and I don't get drunk. There was a time where, I mean, I just told you guys in middle school, I was getting drunk. So as far as I now look back on my experience and I know my parents were well-meaning and I know they grew up in a place where no one was also drinking and Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. So they didn't know like how to go around it. And so now I know I don't want my kids to be secretive. I know Mm -hmm. I want to know everything that's going on and I'm going to show them like, hey, you can have a beer with us like underage and that's okay. I want to show you what it's like to just have a drink though. Mm -hmm. And how, if you don't feel like finishing your drink, you don't have to finish your drink because there's nothing wrong with that. And it's okay to deny people like a second drink Mm -hmm. and like, here's how you say no. Right. Just creating that space and, um, I'm not used to that and Mm -hmm. I don't know like where to find like other people who Mm -hmm. have done that right but you have to learn for yourself and I'm not always going to get it right but definitely going to try yeah no for sure that's like good insight I think
0: I think it's hard because you know i don't know if i want to have kids but when i do think about having them like i know i don't want to homeschool because i just know that's not where i want to put my time even though i really believe in homeschooling i know i don't want my kids to go to public school i don't, i just don't know if i'm going to be able to uh, if if in an ideal world i would get a tutor and that would obviously yeah. be be a huge expense so mm-hmm. i don't know if i'm going to be able to do that yeah um i know i don't want my kids to go to public school not just because of what public school is because i actually think it can be a really cool place cuz i know like our always talks so fondly about like friends and everything yeah but I I do wish I was
1: homeschooled though
0: I personally think it's a waste of time. I think that they could do all of their work in three hours instead of eight. I don't think they need to be there all day. I think that we should be teaching our kids to follow their passions at a really young age and not just meaning, like, just hurting them from classroom to classroom. Mm. Because I think if we, if our, like, a generation of children knew what they wanted to do, they wouldn't get to college, spend all of this money and realize they actually didn't want to do that. Or maybe they're on their third major. I think there's... Everybody knows. I think there's huge issues with the schooling system that I hate. But, which is kind of controversial, I don't think I like private schools either. Because personally, again, this is not a knock on them. I'm not saying this is a blanket statement. But most, not most a lot of kids I knew that went to private school went off the deep end because it was hiding things. It was Mm -hmm. making them feel like they couldn't do anything. And so, so instead of like you said, teaching your kids responsibly to drink, it was like, I'm going to go get blackout every night Mm -hmm. because I don't even know what's going on and I'm hiding it. And you know, and I just think it's so important to be open and honest with your kids. Like my mom always told me, like they always raised me to like not do stuff. And she's like, if you're ever drunk, come home, call me. She's always been so open. And to this day, I have always said like, if for some reason I get arrested, I will call my mom because Mm -hmm. I know that she will be there for me and she's not going to judge me. She even said that. She's like, if you would have had
1: a kid when you were 16, we would have raised that kid and we would have figured it out. And my parents said that too. Like I know above all things and that's the thing, like whenever, like my parents actually ended up finding out in eighth grade that I was drinking Mm -hmm. um, because I was drunk at my house on New Year's Eve. Such an idiot. But I'm glad it happened because my parents then knew, like, how to take care of things. And I'm glad they knew. But at the same time, they didn't really know how to go about it Mm -hmm. because they weren't used to it. Yeah. And so I also wish that there was, like, some sort of, like, help that parents can Mm -hmm. get, especially when they don't have experience with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I know, and it can be really hard, too like the last thing is that you know when obviously there's like if there's like alcoholism in your family too like there is yeah that's a completely different and it's like a dna thing and then i wonder like if i had kids like that's i mean that is a huge part of my story and that's why Mm -hmm. I don't drink because of of the things that have happened in my life and so it's like okay if I had kids though is it a gamble it's like a toss-up like are you going to be susceptible to Mm -hmm. this like should I teach you responsibly should I be okay even though Arturo and I don't drink should I be okay with kind of teaching them or should I be Mm -hmm. like this is why we don't drink but if you do this you know it's like so hard to know what to do because then what if one of them you know ends up
1: being really really susceptible to that and that's so scary and then you have to trust that you raised them knowing that they're also going to make their own choices I know which so you can what I always say yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and so that's the hard thing like I I think my parents raised me to the best of their abilities and I still don't knock the way they raised me because like I think me and all my siblings turned out amazing. Yeah. And um, my parents did a really good job, even though it's not what I'm going to do. There's a lot of things I am going to do that my parents did Mm because they did a good job and they did it to the best of their abilities. Yeah. And so you just, you never know the choices your kids are going to make because... I think that with the choices I made, I mean, even my sister, both my sisters still say like how surprised they are on how I turned out. Mm. And I agree. I think that I should either be in rehab or in jail for all of the decisions I was making. But I ended up um, having enough fear of my dad and of the Lord (laughs) to um, make wiser decisions later in life.
0: A pastor's wife who planted a church. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Do you want to hear the the one rebellious thing I did in college? (laughs) (laughs) Is it curfew? Uh, Is it what? Breaking the curfew maybe (laughs) um it was my freshman year and I had like a rebound moment with a guy and he was really nice actually and he wrote me a song and that was the sweetest thing to this day I've told you about this and then I everybody hold on okay this is like a big deal I stayed at his house all night and we watched Star Wars (gasps) all night till eight in the morning nothing happened literally nothing literally happened. nothing. <laughs> <happened>. <laughs> um, but definitely could have gotten in big trouble for that yeah. and gotten in, it got into my room and my roommate wasn't there it was like my best friend in school and she was sleeping in my roommate's bed because my roommate was gone and she was like what the <laughs> she's like what did you do and i was just like i don't know and i just like crawled into bed and went to sleep and i like skipped my classes for the day i know guys wow i know Man. i'm such a rebel Wow. i should have been crazy. kicked out of school i
1: hope <laughs> all my kids turn out like you <laughs> you're not your no
0: um living at home at 27 following their dreams
1: <laughs> hey love that what the heck um oh, okay gosh, my kids live with me forever i'd be okay with it oh, so today's sweet. episode we haven't even done our silver lining oh yet. my gosh should we skip
0: it should we skip it that was so long. That
1: was so long. That
0: 26 minutes. Our silver, silver our silver lining is that we we really dissected the Christian community and raising children. Yeah. You're welcome. There we go. Perfect.
1: So today's topic, we wanted to talk about beauty standards. Um, This kind of came out of a conversation. Let's pretend like we didn't do an eavesdrop last week. And let's mm-hmm. pretend like this isn't an eavesdrop this week. Pretty much is, but we're not going to give it that name we were having a conversation about um well i've been trying to do better on our instagram on just like doing videos that i want to do and would probably normally do on my own instagram but i just like don't put the time into it but i would rather put it into the podcast honestly and so i was like oh i want to post this video of myself it's just like a kind of just ramble if you guys haven't seen um on our instagram stories about like things that will happen in my day or um in the week and i was it was the first video that i would have done i sent it to olivia and i was like hey is this good is this funny is this what we want to do she's like yeah that's really good i really wish i could do a video like that i'm like of course you can i think that would be great and i think everyone would like that. I don't think there's anything like I never really thought twice of like how I would look in the video. But for her, you can speak for yourself. For
0: her, her has a name.
1: But for Olivia, I they know who you're who I'm talking about. Um, but for Olivia, she was just talking about how she doesn't feel comfortable in front of a camera. And I am surprised I've never thought twice about that because I have a lot of issues with myself. Um And just with my eating disorder past and probably a little bit of body dysmorphia. um, I think for the first time I realized like I was comfortable mm-hmm. posting a video and I didn't think twice about how I was really coming off. So we just wanted to talk about that. Yeah, it was a great intro. Can you like, because s- I'm still... Even though I have a past with all of that stuff like mm-hmm. not looking at myself and giving my like giving myself enough grace when I look in the mirror. It's been a long time, so I almost can't remember and recollect like what that was like. So what is it that you're like comparing yourself to and you tell me, mm, I don't think I'm comparing myself. I think that
0: I I don't like how I look I don't think that other people wouldn't like it maybe some people wouldn't but I think that I don't like it so I don't want to see it okay if that makes sense
1: yeah it does which
0: is weird because my life is in front of a camera Mm -hmm. and so like I'm fine with photos and like because I can control that like I can control like what I look like or what photos I take um and like my voice obviously with audio is like oh that's what you just get used to hearing yourself talk which is sometimes not enjoyable um but yeah like with video I think that like when I see myself in the mirror which I think people would get this like when I see myself in the mirror I feel like I look a certain way and then I see myself on video and I feel like I don't look like what I see in the mirror Mm -hmm. and then I go does everybody think I look like this do people notice the things that I notice about myself Mm -hmm. and I'm just so hyper focused on that which is really weird because even in college I was in videos all the time like we would make really funny videos and I remember editing them and never thinking twice and I even think back going I didn't mind even how I looked in the videos Mm -hmm. which I was older we did them in high school and college and then I think it shifted when i got on social media a lot and I saw the world of social media and I saw how beautiful women were and not even just naturally beautiful but like the procedures women were Mm -hmm. getting and then thinking oh my gosh if I had the money I would do that and thinking well they don't have smile lines and wrinkles and I do but if I could afford it maybe I wouldn't and Mm -hmm. then you kind of go down this rabbit hole um and then I also think too it was because when I worked at a coffee shop I gained a little bit of weight and so my body changed and so I saw myself because in in college I was tiny 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 and so I think when and you are also always tiny 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 even more tiny yeah yeah I think it's just a combination of all of those things it but anyway <laughs> so yeah that's it
1: <laughs> what I was thinking of a tiktok and I just hate always bringing up tiktok so now I'm trying to get the tiktok out of my head which is what? We have to say it now. Um, me thinking about how pretty. It, it's a meme of um, Kylie looking out in the distance, like zoning out. And it's um, the captions like me thinking about how pretty I would be if I got all the plastic surgery that I could. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. But actually. Yeah. And so it's really interesting because I understand absolutely everything. I feel that. Probably every single day, especially once I see a picture of myself, I'm like, ooh, who's the real me? Like, is it the me in the picture? Is it the me in the video? Is it the me in um, the mirror? is it the me that um when you are taking a picture of something and it's actually on the selfie camera and so you see that you for a split second you're like oh my gosh is that what everyone sees like a gargoyle you open your phone yeah, you're like, no. yeah. <laughs> is that who's the ghost um yeah it's really funny because i also see i can only think in tiktoks my mind is only tiktoks um so I'm just not going to repeat that. We're just going to cut that part out. Um, I wish I could pinpoint back to where I started having more confidence. But I remember getting married and I started wearing more makeup because I started getting into makeup. Mm-hmm. And I started cosmetology school. And there was a point where I stopped being comfortable in my own skin and I had to wear makeup every single day. Mm-hmm. And I really hated that. Because I hated thinking that I have to do something to myself to make me feel comfortable with myself. Mm -hmm. I just didn't feel comfortable in my skin anymore. And so what I think I had to do is, first of all, I started working on wearing less makeup and getting comfortable at each stage of wearing less makeup. Like, okay, what can I start to do? Um... So I would stop wearing foundation. I felt like that was something that I could easily stop doing. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, okay, well, what if I like start tinting my eyebrows rather than filling in my eyebrows all the time or just using a little bit of, um, what's that, like pomade on my Mm -hmm. eyebrows rather than filling them in all the way. Mm -hmm. And so little by little, I would just take things away down to the point where I actually started doing skincare stuff that gave me effects of what I would have liked with makeup, if that makes any sense. It's a given. I naturally have really great skin. Mm-hmm. I know she that. Um, my not parents' a pore on that face. I have pores, that's for sure. I have um, oh, really bad pores, it. actually. Oh my word. What? They're really big. I'm not going to. Pretend like I don't. I have blackheads. Okay, Um, but I also take care of my skin, and so I minimize them. And I think that's really great steps to getting comfortable with yourself is getting comfortable with your skin.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree with that.
1: And then affirming yourself. So something that I did um, when I realized I had an eating disorder was I took all the mirrors out of my room, and I covered up um one of my mirrors with like affirmations Mm -hmm. and I didn't get rid of the mirror itself because I didn't want to go through the hassle Mm -hmm. since it was like pinned to my wall (laughs) but I actually took a dry erase marker and I would write inspirational quotes um about like loving myself it sounds so cheesy I know it's not something that I thought I would do And I would write truths about myself, especially biblical truths, because that, for me, are truths that are undeniable and (coughs) that I can actually adhere to. It was different from truths that other people could give me or affirmations other people could give me. It was, like, things that I... Like, I trust God above everyone else and anyone else. And so anything the Bible said about me, I could try to take hold of that Mm -hmm. because it's it's lies and it's control that my eating disorder obviously wants to grab a hold of and that controls me and so I couldn't really see myself behind all of the truths and that's what I saw every single day right and so that's how I slowly started to love on myself and it doesn't mean that I do love myself all of the way I obviously still see my love handles I mean I just had a baby I'm still over weight in my own eyes from where I was but um as far as loving myself it it just took a lot of patience and a lot of grace and it took Zab also having to affirm those things in me but I feel like Arturo does that for oh, you. Was like, you so I'm like you know Oh,
0: yeah, I don't think, like, I know that Arturo, like,
1: thinks I'm beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's not about, And it's, it's crazy not about him. I think you're so beautiful, but I, when I look in the mirror, or when I take a video of myself, it's not that I, like, think I look good, because I don't think I look good. Mm-hmm. And that's but also, you have the confidence to just post it.
0: I guess. I don't know, I think, and see, that's why I think within this conversation, it's like, for, I think for me and for other people, it just goes so much deeper than like just how we look. Because for mm-hmm. me, if I posted it, I didn't know nobody would say anything. In fact, I've had a lot of positive responses whenever I've done that in the past. People have been like, Oh, I like seeing your face, da da da. And, but like, I'll watch it and I will literally be like, I never want to be on the internet again. Like, I never want to be on social media again because I hated that so much. Like, it will destroy my Mm -hmm. my vision it'll like suck out my confidence and then when that happens I feel like I can't work at the same capacity Mm because I'm overthinking everything like I'm overthinking how I look if that makes sense so I feel like it might be like a deeper a deeper issue of why I or the people listening have the need to want to look like that like why am mm-hmm. i wanting that mm-hmm. why do i am i focused <clears throat> on that portion of who i am as a human being mm-hmm. just the
1: outside like little shell that we're in yeah you know but- so do you think that deep down it is a maybe not comparing yourself with a specific person per se but comparing yourself with the beauty standards of social media the in the world I think so yeah because I never
0: have this one person I pinpoint like sometimes I'll look at people and I'll go I wonder what it's like to live to be like them like hmm. I wonder what it's like to look like Kendall Jenner every day I wonder yeah. what she feels like does she feel that's good that's true <laughs> you know like or like Haley Bieber, I'm like, do you oh, feel? Oh gosh, good? yeah,
1: I compare myself to her for sure. You know? I don't know why.
0: Well, and yeah, because I think of things like, man, you could do your hair however, like you could wear it however you wanted. Mm-hmm. You, could, you would look good with no, like you just start to think. But then you know, oh, they probably think that about themselves too, which is like mind blowing. Which is mind blowing. Which is what everybody does. Um, but yeah, I think I think the real heart of it is I feel like if I don't have my looks, what do I have? I think that that is how I view it why I don't
1: know hmm which is sad I guess so what are let's break down beauty standards what are the beauty standards right now that you don't think that you have Mm. like what what are the things that you're like worried about my jawline hmm
0: that I hate and everybody has like this chiseled jawline right oh my gosh no
1: I mean that's what you think
0: yeah I mean smile lines my smile lines that I hate everyone has smile lines not everybody if you get them taken away oh yeah that's what I mean exactly I think in 2020 it gets exceedingly more difficult to have this conversation because you go well yeah I used to have those that didn't always used to be like (laughs) that you couldn't just say oh yeah I used to have a jawline like that Mm -hmm. it's like what does that even mean oh it's like oh you paid five grand for one yeah which whatever people want to do is fine yeah but it's like I think it is really hard to be I think maybe what it is too is my I guess just being like without this sounding weird my looks have been something that has Mm -hmm. led me a lot of my life and so I think if I lose those what
1: what am I going to lead with does that make sense yes but you're so much more than your looks
0: Totally, And I could say that. I could say that. I could give advice to that. I could say that to anybody. But it's like, do I know that, you know? Like if I got burned in a horrific accident, what would change for anybody, you know?
1: So that's so interesting that you say that. Because one, when it came to dating, this Mm -hmm. is going to sound like a tangent. Mm -hmm. When it came to dating, um... Something that I could not get out of my brain was if this guy that I'm dating or that I'm even going on a date with, if he got burned in an accident, literally I thought this, if he got burned in an accident and he looked entirely different, would I still love him? Mm-hmm. Would I like him past these looks? 98% of the time it was a no. That's yeah. actually how I knew I didn't want to be with this person. That's how I think of my friends And I've absolutely never looked at my friends and said, I'm friends with you because you look a certain way. Oh yeah, me neither. And I know that there are people out there and I can't stand to be around them. And so I choose, I'm like scared of being friends with pretty people Mm -hmm. because I don't want to almost be in a group of like just pretty girls. Mm -hmm. Not that they're more, they're not more than their looks, but it scares me like what's, what's behind it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so like pretty people intimidate me at the same time. And so even if they're super nice, they're still going to be super intimidating. So I don't know if I can be around them. And so I think when it that's so interesting that you say that. So when it comes down to it, like I remember I had to think the same about myself. Like, am I working on myself enough to wear even if I changed or I looked different, that no one would think of being friends with me because of the way I look. Right. Or especially my spouse.
0: Yeah, and I never doubt that with Arturo. Like, mm-hmm. I am fully, like, he will see me in every situation, and I feel grateful yeah. for that. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, and I guess if I, if just thinking about it, I'm thinking back to my interview with Britt that I had, um, and she the way she was talking was so relatable to like how I feel mm-hmm. and we were talking about how like that previous week I had been doing photos for Velvet and Fur and I was like zooming in on my face or something editing and Taylor was like what are you doing and and I was I said something like "Ugh, my like basketball head or something like mm-hmm. I always say and then she was like don't say that Olivia you're beautiful and I was like yeah I guess when I insult myself I insult God because I made in his image right mm-hmm. and I just kind of said it and then I was like oh that's like that is kind of deep and then that does make me think about from like kind of a Christian perspective it does make me think about like procedures and stuff Mm -hmm. and not that I'm saying it's wrong by any means I'm just like the, the conversation guessing. of thinking mm-hmm. about that and what that means and hey why do I care so much why does this society make me care so much why is the industry I'm in make me care so much if that's the only thing that I'm thinking about because if I am made in the image of God then I'm telling God he didn't do a good job mm-hmm. even the little things that I hate
1: Mm -hmm. it's like well why
0: do I hate them it's not because he hates them it's because society is telling me to hate them Mm -hmm. and we're never going to get rid of that in fact it's just going to get exceedingly harder the
1: older we get the more things people are going to start doing to themselves it's true so So at what point do we ourselves say like we're not going to do that yeah and it's actually really interesting because I've I've thought of this and I've thought about getting I'm not going to pretend like I've never thought of getting plastic surgery um But when it comes down to it, I know I don't want to change my face. For instance, my nose. I I think I have like a little bit of a bigger nose than like what everyone wants. I I don't think anyone would take my nose to their plastic surgeon and say, give me this nose. Absolutely not. Of course not. I'm not stupid. But I am okay with my nose and I love your nose I like my nose I think it fits my face really well I think if I got like a plastic surgery nose it would look absolutely awesome and I would love it um there were times though that I really hated my nose Mm -hmm. and that was only because I had found out like this isn't a nose that people want Mm
0: -hmm. and so
1: that made me think twice about like well am I pretty like is it okay for me to feel comfortable where I'm at and I think that's the issue that I have with celebrities not saying the things that they're getting done yeah just say it just say it I like, would rather pretending somebody like say like you were it. born like that yeah um which I just yesterday um saw a meme you know what and and All of these things, I think, are the same um, Instagram post about Kylie. And so that's why I'm thinking of them. (laughs) Well, she's just the most relatable because she has had a lot of work. Yeah. And so it was a tweet years ago when she was 13. She was like, of course I'm changing. Don't you think that as you grow into adulthood that your body's going to change a little bit? Okay, Kylie. Like, sure. I'm sorry. She's just the easiest person to pinpoint as far as like all of this is concerned. Since she's like plainly said she's never had lip injections yeah. and then came out and said she's had a little bit done and she overdid it yeah once yeah right
0: which I have always been on Kylie's team and said I get why she does what she does because she is surrounded oh, by totally. the most beautiful women in the world yeah and she's having co- to compare herself to that and I understand that and that's why It is. I I just wish people would say it. Like you said, like whenever I go get Botox, like I'm not going to pretend like I won't do that. I will put it on my stories. Like I want people to know because I personally, whether it could be controversial or not, I think it is damaging for people to pretend like they're born a certain Mm -hmm. way because then girls are growing up. And they're thinking that they could never compare to this thing, this unreal. It's actually not realistic. Nobody looks like these people because yeah. our bodies don't even age like that. That's uh-huh. just like not even scientifically possible. Yeah. Um, but anyway yeah I just think I guess it is just hard and I don't even know if there's a solution for it other than maybe doing kind of like what you did with makeup like start being on stories a little bit like maybe just showing my face a little bit or maybe like Mm -hmm. talking like getting used to seeing myself in that way and and learning to like be okay with it um because I want to be okay with who I am. Because if I had a daughter, I would want her to be okay with who she yeah. was. And if my friends, I would tell them, I'd be like, no, come
1: on. Like, I would encourage them. But yeah. I don't do that for myself. Um, I know it was so hard for my parents when I told them that I have an eating disorder. Um, because they couldn't understand me not loving myself and not thinking that I'm beautiful. Because they're my parents. My dad was like <laughs> so awkward, so embarrassing, but I'm just gonna say it. Um, <laughs> uh, like at the Romanian church, he was like, People always come up to me and they say, Oh, your daughter is so beautiful, she's such a good Christian. And um, such a bad accent. Wait, never,
0: we've talked about accents. I know it was so good. bad. Was no, good. it was
1: awful. If you ever hear my dad, he does not sound like that. It's so thick. And I'm like, dad, I understand that, but I don't see that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he was saying how like he wouldn't tell me when other people would say that because he didn't want my like head uh, to get a big head, to get a big head, mm-hmm. Um, trying to translate it from like Romanian. Um, And I'm like, OK, well, I get that. I kind of wish that you told me because I don't have a big head at all. Like I've never I don't think I've ever seen myself other people the way that other people do because like you'll compliment me on something I'm like yeah I've never thought of that like I don't see myself like that Mm -hmm. I mean the way I do my makeup for a wedding heck yeah I see myself like that I feel good when (laughs) I have like a full face of makeup and I'm wearing a hot dress you know that's not those times like when I don't wear makeup I obviously don't feel great but Mm -hmm. I've opened up to being more okay with it and getting more comfortable with it. And it's funny because I will have days where I'm wearing barely any makeup or no makeup and I'm like, I'm really feeling myself. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like hot Mm -hmm. and I don't know when those times come from. It's definitely not when I'm pregnant. That is absolutely for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm not even,
0: I'm not at that point. Like I always wear makeup going out. Yeah. Except for like when I come over here. But I just, I don't know. Sometimes I genuinely feel like I have to look a certain way for my friends even, but they've never made me feel like that. That's just like how I feel. I like put myself, I think what it is, is like I'm always the made up one. Like I'm always the one like that gets dressed up or like overdressed up or I'm always like trying to look good. Mm -hmm. And so I'm always like trying to do that. And so then I feel like when I'm not, it's like a topic of conversation. Mm. And I hate that. Like Mm -hmm. No one's used to it. Yeah. Like, if I wasn't, like, sometimes I'll go out in workout clothes because just in the last couple of years, I've been more into working out. But like, if I went to like a coffee shop with all of our friends and I was just like in workout clothes with no makeup on, none of them would care. But it would be a topic like, oh, Olivia, I've never seen you like that. Or oh, da, da, da. And I wouldn't want it to be brought to the attention
1: of what is going on. Question. Um when it gets brought up is it also like oh like so shocking or is it like an affirming like it would be really sweet like oh you look so good without makeup on I've had
0: a lot of like girlfriends be like you don't look that different and I'm like I don't know if that's true I look Hmm. different without makeup on
1: but maybe it doesn't seem genuine
0: no it has seemed genuine Um, but I've even had friends be like dude like you don't have to care like you just don't have to care Mm. but I I think mostly with guys too I've actually had a lot of guys be like you actually don't really look that different and I'm like well you're just a dude but I just don't like that it's even a conversation like if I want to go out and look different but then again if somebody in it's kind of like all of the girls that people went to school with that would always wear sweats every day and then the one day that they would dress up it would be like whoa Yeah. so that's kind of what I mean but it's like the opposite I don't know if that makes sense I just
1: like no it does make sense um and so why I'm asking is because I was you in high school Mm -hmm. I wore heels almost every day um I was always wearing like a like overdone outfit I mean I woke up Early in the morning, I chose my outfit. Like, that's fun for me. It wasn't that I'm trying to put on a show. I was just like excited because I had a ton of clothes and I had three closets to choose from Mm -hmm. mine, my sister's, and my other sister's. Yeah. And so I like, I mean, I hated school. So the only thing I had to look forward to was like my own outfit. Right. And the fact that people knew me because of my clothes was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, And I didn't own a pair of sweats. Nope, not a single pair. My sisters did. And so I remember like starting to kind of not care. Um, But that was really hard for me like to try not to care and to yeah. wear whatever I wanted. Um, Especially my senior year. That's when I was like in a bad relationship and um he cheated on me and so um and I stayed with him after he cheated on me and after that I lost a lot of weight from anxiety and I was always stressed out um from like comparing myself to his ex who he cheated on me with and I huh great guy yeah great guy he was also two years younger than me and um didn't drive and so mm-hmm. like really awesome guy I, I don't regret that relationship whatsoever yeah but I was like not in a good headspace yeah oh young me why um and so when I just look back I remember who, senior year um overdrawing my eyebrows which a lot of us did but I I remember um when we broke up I Went to this party and his ex was there. Um, And we all were playing this really stupid game where we all picked a name from a hat and that other person was there. So whoever's name you picked, they were a part of the party. And you write three things about them. And no one knows who wrote it. Like
0: not nice things? Just whatever you did? No.
1: All of them were super nice. Okay. Except for mine. So mine were... I'm two faced. Um, I uh, have really fake eyebrows and I overdraw them. Um, but you seem like a really nice person. It, oh my what? Lord. And she was the only one with a red pen and it was written with a red pen. Mm. So I don't know. And everyone else's is like, oh, you're such a sweet person. I wish I got to hang out with you more. Or mm. your pants are really cool. So anyways. <laughs> I knew that, like my eyebrows were a topic of conversation because I don't have i eye- I have eyebrow hairs, but they're literally white, like you can't see them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that, and that's why I would wear makeup. But I didn't know anything about makeup, right? And so, um, trying to love myself in that time was really hard, and now I tin my eyebrows. I still put eyebrows on my face. And so what I'm saying is I'm not just like, like, just love yourself. Like, just do it. It takes so much time. And it take. it's like, I hate this word. It's a journey. It's a journey of like, hey I think I can stop wearing makeup in this area but not all the way like mm-hmm. let's try different avenues that's why I think makeup is a really cool thing is because if you play around with it and you do a ton of different things and you even like don't do the same look every single day then no one's going to be surprised what you do oh so I just think it takes time of other people getting used to where you're at and then like being okay with that process too
0: yeah No. Yeah, totally. Totally. And and I think, too, like, I I love dressing up and I love wearing a pantsuit and I love, you know, like, that's my thing. And I don't want to change that because I do like that. But I do like like you said, I want to I want to be able to change up my looks a little bit expand. So like when I do go to a wedding, I don't just look the exact same as I normally do. Um and yeah and just like be more okay with stuff but I just think it's something I'm always probably going to struggle with because it's just really hard really hard for me I don't know
1: wait is that a negative word what um something that you're always going to struggle with because you told probably. me never I, to I say said never I said and a doubt word I said probably but that's the thing <laughs> I think that you're doubting because you're saying this is something that's never going to change and that's not true yeah that's why it's a process like you never think like this is such a dramatic thing but if you're addicted to something you're like I'm never gonna be able to like function without this thing mm-hmm. and that's not true yeah it's, but it's gonna take time and you might not know the process but you would just have to trust yeah a process
0: yeah and I think too like when I The one thing that maybe I could focus on, and this is what we talked about in Britt's episode as well, is that um, I've been noticing lately that I really, really hate it when I'm not acknowledged for the work that I do, Mm -hmm. Um, whether it's maybe with Arturo or with um, like just other people where maybe he'll be credited for taking my photo and Mm -hmm. then I will feel like I have to say, but I edited it. And I find myself doing that, not to take a credit away from him because he's amazing, but to be like, I'm more because a lot of older people, which is funny, they, they refer to my business as me being a model because that's just my Instagram and I'm not going to correct that, Mm -hmm. but I'm, uh, that's not what I am. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with being a model at all. Um, But for me, I think it's because I work so, so, so hard learning and trying to be an entrepreneur that when I'm recognized only for the way that I look because of my social media, I really, really hate that. Mm. So it's kind of funny that it's like, I want it, mm-hmm. but Hey, don't do that. And it's like, yeah. it's not fair. And it's like a push and a pull. And I, and it was funny too. Cause when I was talking to Tay about this last week, we were talking about the Enneagram, like we always do. And like, I'm an eight, like her husband. And she said something about how he doesn't um, need affirmations. And I told her, or she said something like, just like you, like da 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 And I was like, like, oh, I actually like to be affirmed. She goes, really? And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to like tell you to compliment me. Yeah. Like, that's weird. But I'm like, yeah, when people say you did a really good job on that photo, that, that means a lot to you. Means everything to yeah. me. And I do take that more seriously than, hey, like, I really love your hair, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, so I think if I could maybe focus more on like my ability and who I am, it would help me detract a little bit from just my appearance um I'm just psychoanalyzing myself
1: remind me which I love I feel like that's what we're doing yeah that's who we are that's <laughs> yeah. what I do every single day or I, I should try to what are your love languages
0: physical touch and words of af- words of affirmation
1: yeah so so it's more of I it can also be a girl guy thing I think so um because Zav I affirm him probably every single day and he's like hey just so you know like I don't need that as much and I'm like oh okay well then I should tell you I need that more. <laughs>
0: Isn't that funny we give what we want? Exactly. Because I do that our to tarot too and sometimes I'll have to tell him
1: like hey
0: when you tell me like you're proud of me or you tell me you're, you think I'm a hard worker I'm like. Oh, eat
1: it up uh, gobble gobble e- honestly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Ew, dude. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Eat it up like gobble gobble. Ew. <laughs> when you say like Gross. that. Yeah, that's awful. <laughs>
0: um but yeah, so I think that I just need to maybe just like focus on that part of who I am. Because I don't want to be it's like we were talking about with Becca Tilly. Like at my funeral, I don't want to be recognized as the girl that was pretty. I want to be recognized for the legacy that I left behind uh-huh. for people and how good of a friend I was and how, like we were saying how hot I looked at that one wedding that mm-hmm. one time,
1: you know? Which I still want to be remembered by that. Honestly. I still want people to say her butt was great. <sighs> at if my funeral. anyone ever says that. I just want pictures of my butt oh, my everywhere. Gosh, I hope. Next to my casket. Just pictures of my butt. And so one thing I want to end on, which is another thing that helps me um, is writing on my mirrors or um, I actually have a mirror in my bathroom right now it's on the floor Um, so the empty place that the mirror was I want to on different pieces of paper write all the things that I want to remember not just daily affirmations but like ways to affirm other people Mm -hmm. because I want to remember how to love. exactly what we're saying this has been topic of conversation in my brain um, how to love people in the ways that they need to be loved so that um like to keep a healthy relationship. I am specifically talking about my marriage for the most part since these last two weeks were really hard and Zav helps me const no joke, constantly. Um, I want to remember how to fill up his tank mm-hmm. so that he's not getting depleted because I just remember looking back on the times of our difficulty, um And remembering like I was not giving enough. Mm -hmm. So just like writing things. And so I think when I take a step back and stop thinking of like myself honestly. Yeah. I start to think. Less about myself, just mm-hmm. in general,
0: which is interesting. You say that not to keep going, but like, who even knows about this episode at this point? I, know, uh, um, I, I was on somebody's podcast and she asked me what I think about self love. Which reflecting back, I don't think I was prepared enough for the answer, but. I think that self-love can actually be a really dangerous thing too because then it does put us in a position of constantly just thinking about Mm. ourselves and I told her I was like I'm not saying you shouldn't love yourself but I think it's really dangerous because I believe that we are put on this earth to serve other people no matter what and so whether that means serving your husband or with your work that you do it's like it's a good reminder with what you just said about not thinking about yourself like if I'm constantly thinking about how I look then I'm just being selfish because how could I use that energy thinking about myself to maybe help other people and so I think for the kind of movement that self-love is I think Mm -hmm. it can be a beautiful thing but I think everybody should remember it's not all about you and be okay with yourself absolutely I'm not saying go hate yourself and serve other people but like be acknowledge that you're made in the image of God and then go But I can't just dwell on just loving myself all the time. So I'll
1: end it on this. I think you should take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. Mm -hmm. Just like being a mom, which we've talked about. Like, I have to take care of these kids and I don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. But I also have to take care of myself so I can take care of them. Yep. By the way, which I'm working on, you guys. I know. She
0: did a great job. Yep.
1: Um, Well, anyway, that kind of was a... Full of tangents, full of craziness. Honestly, we kind of felt awful today and didn't feel great, but uh, we hope that you get something out of this. Yeah. I
0: hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if if you guys like these personal episodes, please let us know. We know they're not as much fun as when we have a big old guest on. Um, But if there's any topics you guys want us to talk about, let us know. You can follow us at salt and pepper podcast and you can follow us personally at olivia corinne and lisa brasser ursu still working on the name change i'm gonna say that every week um and also if you guys enjoyed our new intro song it was made by the same person who made our other intro song but we decided we wanted to shake things up a little bit <laughs> who was
1: also on our podcast bryce, bryce miller. miller i
0: was about to say that um you can find him at bryce miller music um and you can find him the same place on instagram he's amazing he does amazing cool things and he makes trailer music and (laughs) it's just the best that he did that so anyway it's always better when salt and pepper pepper come come together together. Bye. Bye.
1: thanks for listening tune in every
0: tuesday on the salt and pepper podcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts be sure to subscribe and please rate and review Follow us on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.